You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Wednesday episode. I am so glad that you're here. Today, I want to talk a little bit about prayer. And this is the reason I want to talk about prayer. Listen, um, this COVID-19 craziness has caused a lot of negative things, but it's also, I think, become a catalyst for a few good things. And I want to talk about one of those. One of those good things is that the clearing of the calendars for so many families has um, created this moment where we can have the healing of our soul and relearn some spiritual disciplines that will allow us and an entire generation of young believers to connect with God in prayer and in spiritual growth in ways that we haven't before. So I want you to stop and think about the power of this. Listen, our generation has been so busy, incredibly busy, busy to a degree that is not healthy. And this clearing of the calendar, this kind of wiping everything, including church events, off of everybody's calendar has opened up this margin of time for some families. And I see some very good things coming out of that already. We have several children in our church who have been saved because they've been spending more time with their families, um, paying attention to their parents, less distracted, less strung out. But what are you going to do with this time? That's what I want to ask. Like, I think this is a rare and sacred moment, like a really precious moment where we have just gone from the busiest generation I could imagine, where we honestly were unhealthy busy, to a moment where we've got a little bit of time on our hands. And for how long? I don't know. But I want to challenge you to use it. And today I want to encourage you, let's learn to pray differently and better. I want to share one one Bible verse uh, that has been the most helpful to me of any verses in Scripture recently, helping me learn to pray better. And I'll just kind of give you a tip. It's going to teach you to pray uh, not just better, but totally differently. So in Matthew chapter 6, you know, Jesus has been um, teaching his disciples about the spiritual life, about the kingdom of heaven. And he comes to a section on prayer, and he, you know, he tells us to, to not pray for the pleasure of other people so they'll see us or hear us. He tells us, you know, don't be fooled into thinking that God hears your prayers because of big fancy words or repetitive words or anything like that, like the pagans. Okay, so scratch all that off our list. He's about to give us the Lord's Prayer, which to me is a remarkable model for the categories we should pray through every day. All right, got that. But there's this one little teaching that stands out as very peculiar for me. And the reason that this teaching is so peculiar is because when I read this as a younger believer, um, it almost handicapped my prayer life. It made it harder for me to pray. But as an older believer now, this verse has led me into an entire new way of praying. So here it is. You ready? This is Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read verse 8. It says this, Do not be like them, that is the pagans, do not be like them, your Father knows what you need before you ask him. He's just told the disciples, don't try to use lots of fancy words like the pagans. And then he said, don't be like them. And one reason to not worry about all these big fancy words, one reason to not worry about trying to change God's mind with repetitive words or getting the right formula or saying it just right, is because your Father in heaven already knows what you need before you ask him. So when I was you know, probably in college, 
and read that passage, uh, it stumped me. I thought, well, wait a minute, hold on. If God already knows what I need, why am I praying? Like, if I'm not changing anything about God's mind, if I'm not changing things, um, and that's debatable, but if I'm not changing things, if I'm not informing God of things He doesn't know, if I'm not bringing something to the table, why is why is God telling me to pray? So the first thing I want to throw out there is that even though Jesus said your Father already knows, it doesn't He doesn't say that God is going to grant your prayers without you asking. So there is an urgency in the Scripture for people praying. Like we are literally told to bring our prayers and petitions to God. So keep that, keep that on the table. But the other thing that this passage uh, has challenged me with is, wait a minute, what if the purpose of my prayers is not that I could tell God all the things I need from Him? He already knows Him. Well, if my prayer time is not supposed to be devoted to me giving God some kind of to-do list, in other words, me telling God all these things I need Him to do for me today, if He already knows those things, how does that change the way I pray? And this is what it's done for me. It's reminded me that there's a different point to prayer, different purpose. It's not just so I can tell God the stuff I need. Why else would I want to pray? And one of the reasons is because God changes me when I pray. Because God delights in being with me. And I should delight in being with God. In other words, yes, when I pray, I'm absolutely going to present my prayers and petitions to God. I'm going to make my requests known to Him. But that's not really the point. He already knows those. The primary value for me in prayer these days is to be with God, to practice His presence and be acutely aware of communing with God. In other words, for some of you, this might wind up looking like prayers where you carve out a few minutes' time and you don't talk about anything. You just stop and enjoy God's presence. You acknowledge Him and delight in being with Him as if this is the best thing. All right, well, let's just think about that in you know, kind of, a, I guess, a, a natural um, metaphor, right? As a father for my kids, I love talking to my kids, but my conversations with my kids aren't, they're not beneficial simply because my kids are going to tell me what they need from me. I love being with my kids because I love being present with my kids. Well, what if prayer is somewhat like that? That our Heavenly Father already knows our needs, and He is tending to the universe marvelously well. It's our privilege to tell Him our needs, to submit them before Him, and ask for the movement of His hand. But the real purpose of our prayer is not to inform God about all the stuff we need. God already knows that stuff. And so then Jesus gives us the Lord's Prayer as this beautiful model and outline for a more balanced and healthy way to pray. But for me, I think that is launched with the confidence that your Heavenly Father can handle this. He knows what you need. And so I want to push us, while we've got the extra time in our calendar, I want to challenge you to learn to pray differently. So, you know, if your daily prayer life is kind of repetitive, if it's, I don't know, if you pray a prayer that's something like this, the same every day. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. I want to thank you for all the good things you've given me. Thank you for my family. God, I want to ask you to be with all the people that are sick right now. I want you to, I want to ask you to be with my kids. God, help me with this problem that I have coming up, and please help heal Uncle Bert. If your prayer is kind of repetitive like that, I just want to push you to pray differently. And maybe for a season, you could just begin to start your prayers with a moment of silence where you're not trying to tell God things, where you're just enjoying His presence. We're just breathing in, breathing out, and enjoying being present with God, listening to the Lord. Open your heart to the Lord, not so you can tell Him what you need, but ask Him to tell you what He needs, what He wants in us.
So I just want to push you to a different, deeper, and better way to pray. And I hope this puts you on a journey that will take you uh, deeper and farther with the Lord. I think the Lord's Prayer is a phenomenal model. I've taught that at our church before. Um, so I hope that you've been a part of those sermons and those teachings. But I just wanted to talk about this one little verse that for a long time was a handicap in prayer for me, but now it has given me a brand new heading. It's reminded me that I can relax and enjoy being in my Father's presence. He already knows what I need. So the goal of my prayer is not to make sure I get my list out there right. The goal of my prayer is to be with my Heavenly Father and join Him in the work of His kingdom. Church family, I love you. I hope you'll use the extra time on your hands to pray well. Let's learn to reconnect with God so that you and I will grow as people of prayer. Quick reminder to our church families that we will have a Zoom party for our kids tonight. The youth group guys and girls are having uh, father-son, mother-daughter Bible studies tonight on Zoom. So I hope that you connect and are growing in Jesus during this season, even while we can't gather.